Take your position. The show is about to start. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On Screen, where we discuss all things cinema all the time. Here's your host. The award goes to Joe Burnett, Joe Cuffney, and Jesse Reichenstein. Lights, camera, action. All right. So this week we are talking about the film called Drunk Bus. So what made you decide to become a bus driver? This and nude modeling are the two highest paying jobs on campus. Dude, I think I'd pick the nude modeling. Congrats. You're nearing a milestone with the campus bus service. Keep up the good work. You gotta stay behind the line, man. I'm pineapple. I'm your security. Try this. It's witch hazel. Carry witch hazel? Yeah. So are you seeing someone? What? Uh, yeah. No. She moved to New York and said that we should see other people. <sighs> Nine months ago. So you drive the same route night after night? It was like being stuck in a time loop. What you need is a do-over. Grab those 40s and let's dip. I'm not st stealing. Go. How's everybody doing out there tonight? Let's do it. Dude, none of it matters. Your job. Amy, college. What do you know about responsibility? Everyone get off the bus. Be real. You're terrified of the unknown and you can't make a decision to save your life. And you too. How'd you learn to live in a time loop? I didn't. I broke out. <laughs> hey, drunk buds, someone get this guy a beer. Are you on or off? I want to see how this plays out. Ignite your future, like I did. <laughs> Which is a random film that I stumbled upon. I was like on Letterboxd, and I was just like, I kind of want to pick something I've never picked, like I've never seen. Like I just kind of want to pick a random movie because I've never done that before. And I like the main kid in this. I was like, he's from Ozark and I really like him. And, and then I was on Letterbox, and one of the comments said, this was filmed in Rochester, New York. I was like, what? I didn't need it. So I, I picked it before knowing that. And then I was like, okay, this has to be the movie. And I didn't know anything about it. And I was like, let's do it. Let's just go for it. And, uh, I knew Will Forte was somehow involved because I like kind of looked it up a little bit. So I was like, this is weird, but I'm about it. Even though he wasn't really in it. The whole movie. You know, it was just his voice most of the movie. So right. the whole movie, I kept thinking, is it just always going to be his voice? Because it's very distinct. You know it's Will Forte as soon as you hear it. But I was waiting, you know, till later where you actually see him. And I was like, okay, he did film scenes. Yes, he did. <laughs> Which I was like, all right, that's interesting. He, a very interesting role for him. I wonder if he was just bored or... Wanted to, he like helped make this movie. I don't know, but apparently I did some reading on this because 
the main guy, Pineapple, his real name is Pineapple. Um, and he, Pineapple. he's so funny. But I was like, <laughs> what is this guy's backstory? Because I've never seen it before. And apparently he's a, like a really, one of the most famous like piercers in Austin. I think it's Austin. Somewhere in Texas. Wait, hold on. I wrote this down. Yeah, Austin. So he's like a huge piercing tattoo guy in the Austin community. Um, and apparently he like, he knows the directors or writers and he like went to school with them or something. And then this is kind of like his story. He helped like write it and produce it, but it was like years in the making. I don't know. There's a whole article I'll, I'll post in the comments about, um, about him. And it's super fascinating, but super cool. Sounds like cool. I will say going to this, when you posted it for some reason, I just thought it was a horror movie. I thought it was like, you know, like some B horror movie. And I was like, great. <laughs> no, cool. I would not. I know yeah. it's in Rochester, but like, awesome. So I was not looking forward to it um, the whole time. And then when I like looked it up to go play it, I was like, oh, it's not listed as horror. It's like listed as comedy or something. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, quick overall, really enjoyed it, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, but it probably helped that I was going and being like, oh, fuck this horror movie. This I will say it was like, I purposely did not pick a horror movie. I was like, let's go kind of more lighthearted. I was trying to go with the indie lighthearted vibe. That's That was like my goal because I was like, we've done, we did Brian's song, a little depressing. You know, we did Don't Look Up, also kind of depressing. So I was like, let me kind of. What are you talking veer. about? Veer <laughs> in a different direction here, not go horror. Um this wasn't but, like that lighthearded, though. No, I mean, it was It it's wasn't. a slight shift from depressing, but I was going for locating Silver Lake vibes, and I think it was that. So I could see that it's, it's got that indie, like low budget feel. So that one, sh- the the shot when he's like losing it on the bus driving, you know, and it's like yeah, the cameras like going inside. That's so like specific, like that. I guess it's probably that indie feel. Yes. Like when I was watching it that i was like oh with the music like the definition yeah of the style mm-hmm. of music it was like almost carnivaly like i love music it dude. and yeah yeah but that shot very much like solidified i feel like the style yep i also think like sorry joe we'll get to you in a second <laughs> i uh do your thing um I thought that I, th- I don't know i thought it was interesting because the whole movie basically takes place on like a bus and i was like oh that's kind of fun and it's like drunk buses are a real thing i mean i didn't have them at, at college because we didn't have a campus so it wasn't like a i think we might have but no one really knew about it and it wasn't really well used but yeah i thought that was interesting and i've been on one you know visiting fordham like griffin and fordham and everything so i've like experienced it and i'm like that would kind of suck to be a drunk bus driver yeah even though this is technically not a drunk bus i think it's like a bus just a bus bus right it's not like a specifically drunk bus yeah like we didn't have drunk buses at school but we had late night the bus system ran late at night. Right. It was all okay. just college kids. It was like okay. our system of buses. So it, the only people really Ooh. on it are 90% drunk people. Right. Yeah, because I know Griffin had the Ram van in Fordham, which was like, a, it was literally a drunk bus. Oh, but yeah. We I, had the specific, you can call this number and they will come and get you. Yeah, or okay. we just had like this that was like bus stops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we actually had, so like, I, I, I this was a really weird movie to watch for me because it was all filmed at RIT, which we'll get into later, but that that's where I went to school. That's where the sad is it's not the Bengals. But I, I also kind of really enjoyed this for the like indiness of like it, it really did have just that indie vibe. But I also like it kept pulling me out of it a little bit just because like I've recognized everything. Mm. Um and but it was also really funny because the uh 
like, you know, we, we had a drunk bus at, at RIT as well. I don't think it was called that, but that's what, right. You know, the common folk called it, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I had a lot of the same thoughts that you guys just talked about, just like how much that would suck to, to, to be the driver for that. But also like, I just, I just kept like, it was just weird to like watch it and like make all the connections. Like I know that's, that's like the cafeteria, you know, and, uh, and, and not like come out of the story, but I did really like the story. I think pineapple was by far my favorite character. I loved pineapple. He's great. Um, but yeah, overall I was like very pleasantly surprised by this movie. I, I, I enjoyed it. Cool. That's great. Pleasantly surprised is like the perfect review the quote you put out <laughs> yeah that, that's probably that's, uh what would be my tldr of this movie pleasantly nice. surprised yeah i, I kind of feel that same way do you think do you guys think the kit was a reference to rit because it was the, the college was called kit that was one of the things i kept noticing uh so i mean i know it was supposed to be the kent institute of technology but um, the amount of times like i don't know if they had to like sticker over every R because like it was huh. the same it was the same font it was the same right. everything exactly um even like like signs like literally everything but they they did a good job like I didn't see anything that said RIT even though I knew there's a sign there that says RIT right um so like I don't know if they did that like in post or if they literally like stickered over every R with yeah. a K but uh, they did a really good job of not missing anything because I was actually looking for it because it was starting to bother me. I was like, that's definitely not a K, you know? <laughs> and it's, but, it's so funny because like, you know, it's based in Ohio in the movie, but like, why not just make it Rochester, you know? Like, well, that's what, because the story was written to be in Kent before they started production. Like it was specific uh... to Kent, Ohio. And then they were going to shoot in Kent, I read, and then whoever the director, one, one of the people involved was like, we can shoot this in Rochester for cheaper and it'll like look like Kent. And, but it was like supposed to be Kent the whole time. It's just someone convinced them that they could do it for cheaper in Rochester. So they did it, which then makes sense, I guess. Maybe if it wasn't KIT, then they were like, we'll just throw K's over things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say it looked like Rochester. Like it was a good, I liked it because it kind of it just brought me home for a bit, but I could tell those houses with the snow, it was just very nostalgic. We should go to Ken, Ohio, see what it feels like. That's true. Yeah, I also kind of laughed. This was another thing that kind of took me out of the movie a little bit. But like when I when I was going to school and including the drunk bus, the uh, it was it was uh, the like local, you know, bus system, RTS. But like like the, the buses all looked the same, like a city bus and a school bus were the same. Um, but like, if you look at like, even just on the movie poster, you can see they like, since, since I've been there, they like painted them this like flowy, like orange kind of design. Cause the school colors are orange and brown, which is, that's a whole different thing. But, uh, like, it's just weird to see like this old dilapidated puked and pooped on bus, uh, next to these like bright orange, like well decaled buses that like. I also know it's just like, that's just like the RIT, like campus bus. Mm -hmm. um, like, I don't know. I just thought it was funny that they, he like, he would always go in the like absolutely gross bus, um, even though it kind of makes sense, but I don't think that would ever actually work. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, I did notice they, they filmed too. Like the production was like March 10th to March 18th. 
2020. Okay. It was like literally right before quite a, quite a time down. Yeah. And, but I also just wonder if that was, it was like, you know, a week in March. I wonder if that was RIT spring break that they were like, we have eight days and we're in and out. <laughs> Maybe actually. That's a I great was, question. It in right away. I was kind of wondering about the logistics of that because, you know, that, that would be rather difficult to do when school's in session. Right. Yeah. And nobody was wearing masks and all that. And like, I'm sure that would have been a problem if it was shot post COVID. You know what I mean? I think they got it in the perfect week, probably window break. And then probably that was probably when RIT was like, no one also come back for the rest of the year. So they probably <laughs> could have been like, we could have, could have kept going Add a few yeah, extra probably. months of production. <laughs> I kind of feel that vibe though throughout, like I didn't even think about like COVID and everything, but for like, I, I did like the movie, but I think it, it kind of dragged on a little for me. Like there wasn't, I wish there was just like a little more to it. Like there some of the scenes that were, like stuck out to me like i wish they kind of like more consistent like i thought like the sex scene was really funny i i thought that was great i kind of wish it had more of that like electricity to it kind of throughout because it i mean i get it his character is kind of like depressed Bringing and he hates his life yeah i get that so I, I mean it makes sense for his character but i feel like they could have done a little more with like i don't know Something with the bus, I don't know, going to a location or something. I don't know. Something that they it did done. feel a little like not that I'd classified as mumble core, but like it felt a little like yeah. that where just like nothing ever really like storylines you thought would be bigger just kind of just happened and like kept going and you were like, oh, okay. Like which I like. Cool. That's why I like yeah. these movies. But I think in this case for this movie, I just wish they elevated it, some of them a little more. I think this movie could have been told in about an hour. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I know the run the runtime was like an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, I and I, yeah, I, I got much the same feeling. There, like, I feel like the story was actually very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just felt like there were lulls that kind of took me out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I feel like just like cleaning it up a little bit, and this this would be like, like I don't know what format you'd could like. This could almost be like a short, like a long yeah. short. If I was going to say a short film this could be a great short film yeah but but i'm glad like they went the, for it a lot of the like drug dealer scenes like i i could have done without that probably yeah it's like that's, like just, that's so classic like it's like like that's in like a lot of movies i don't really want to see yeah. it. there's always like that comical drug dealer right who's like funny but also terrible at his job but also really good at his job <laughs> So like know. and you thought would gonna was gonna be like a bigger storyline right like right. with so many things you were like oh, okay this will be a thing and then you're like wait that was just that was just that yep <laughs> i did like um i don't know his actual name but like fuck you bob i liked his yeah. uh his kind of arc with the whole because like not that i was looking for something super deep out of this movie i was just pleasantly surprised that i didn't hate it mm-hmm. uh but the the uh the whole kind of like, oh, like I was wanted to be a photographer. I wanted to get into art, but I, you know, I'm not. Or he's like, I used to be into this. I feel like Bob's story almost like gave him the kick in the pants he needed to like, hopefully after this movie, pursue that more. You know what I mean? Oh, agree. Yeah, I would have been agree. the best storyline in this, honestly. Yeah. I, agree. yeah. I mean, maybe <laughs> I mine. Know. Yeah. I- it was actually pretty like I liked that. It was pretty emotional. I mean, when he like dies and everything, it's like dang, like yeah, it's pretty intense. And like I feel like he saw himself <laughs> as Bob, you know, obviously because like he's not he's he's doing this thing consistently every day and he hates it. And he's like, am I gonna end up like this guy, just like on this bus for the rest of my life? 
I also thought he was, it was going to take a weird turn after Bob died very soon after that, there's that like really weird suicide joke. Um, And I was like, Oh my God, is this guy just going to like, like think that everybody around him is going to die and then just like go like headbutting people. And like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But like, I thought it was going to take a turn there, but it was just a really bad joke. (laughs) Yeah. I was like waiting on the edge of my seat of like, is this movie going to turn into like this wild thing that I was like, probably don't think it should like this would be an insane turn but like i'm i'm expecting it a little bit with this movie or is it going to be like they're really doubling down on fred's character <laughs> right I, I i liked how his care uh what was the kid's name the main guy charlie is charlie that's his actor name Don. but what's uh, his michael okay i'm gonna go michael but uh and that's I so weird how... you watch a whole movie and then it's like What's right. his name? And then Michael. And that doesn't even sound right. They don't even like, <laughs> they don't even say his name that I don't even think that much at all, but I like his, I like his character. First of all, I really like him as an actor. I think he's really good. I I'm excited to see him in more things. He fits uh, your role for like actors. You like, yeah, he does. He's, think, he's got that vibe. Like if you line up all the, like <laughs> Freddie Highmore, Elijah Wood, Charlie Tam, they all like, they kind of look similar. They're just like, these like very like skinny lanky yeah. like kind of weird dudes like i mean ross lynch that's what i was thinking the whole time i was thinking like there's like a real specific type of care anthony of, like, perkins actors. who plays norman bates he's lanky tall like a little weird looking makes yeah. sense and there's like a few people who could fit in it but they're Jimmy either Stewart? they're like they're too much of one way like i think like timothy chalamet could be in there if he wasn't so like yeah cool. i don't know him. Yeah. well that's what i mean but i'm like or like benedict cumberbatch if he was like slightly more indian weird could be in it <laughs> true um there's one more but you know it's that same 100 percent. jesse eisenberg oh yeah i, like I was him. gonna say could be in if yep. a few slightly different but it's that's so funny specific <laughs> yeah that's such a i have like a, a subgenre of characters i like like jesse um, eisenberg could have played this role before yes. he before he ever became big Agreed. I, that's a really good way to put it, for sure. Um, Sorry to derail that. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm done. No, it was great. I love that. But I, I think I really enjoyed Michael's character because he never completely went off the chains, like kind of I was expecting, which is good. He kind of composed himself. I mean, he did headbutt the kid, but the kid totally deserved it. Um, but other than that, he didn't like do anything crazy. So I was like, okay, I kind of like that. He kind of composed himself because he's an actual good person. I mean, he headbutted and then he killed someone. But yeah. I actually had a, a very similar, like, like I was waiting for him to just like go on a rampage or something. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, cause I thought this was going to be very much in the same vein as like taxi driver. Um, I don't know Whoa. if you guys got that vibe at all, no. but like, I, 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 like, I mean, that, that's a hell of a comparison for this kind of a movie, but, <laughs> but like, you know, like driving a car and then slowly mm-hmm. go insane. Like I, I could see where that would go, but it didn't really ever fully go there. Um, Dude, I thought it could have. You just, uh, it, I didn't think about that, but it's, it, I mean, it's nowhere close to the same movie as Taxi Driver, but it's got that. I totally get that. Also, if you, if you look at the movie poster and then you look at like, like, I don't think it was the actual Taxi Driver movie poster, but like, it's got the same like weird, creepy, like look where you're like, this guy could go insane, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense actually. It's more of like a younger version, but also like, I'm just thinking now, this is just shooting things off in my head. It's like, what did they make an Uber movie that's like Taxi Driver? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like the newer Taxi Driver. It could work. 
I actually like that. That's a kind of fun. I actually fun, think I, I could see that being a good, I, I would, I would want that like in a similar format to this though. I'd want like a short, shorter indie movie yes. called Uber driver. <laughs> let's yeah. uh, let's make lightning strike twice. <laughs> or I mean, Again. we could finally, someone could get taxi driver, right? <laughs> That's true. Um something that always gets me is tongue piercings or watching piercings on screen slash in person. I went to go, I've never seen it happen until recently. I went with Jojo and Tori to get their ears pierced. I didn't get mine obviously, but I I've never seen it before. I was like, oh, I kind of want to go check it out. And I went, I almost like passed out. I was like, this is not enjoyable. And just watching that tongue piercing. on, I'm like, that would first of all bleed so much. Second of all, ow. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you there. I, I think whenever there's any like weird like piercings stabbings bleeding outs any of this like a lot of times i just like i don't i don't want to look at this you know (laughs) (laughs) i think that i don't think i i think i just kind of was like "Mm, not about this for that like five second period it made me think about because like with piercings in your mouth talking about bleeding a lot because it just like pools in your mouth and then you could be like oh god (laughs) is the time when you joby slammed your head on the (laughs) computer desk at my house when we were little and you were like freaking out and you went onto the couch and just like put your head back so like all the pool is just like basically pooling the blood is pooling and then you got up and the amount of blood that came out of your notes like your whole face which scared you you were like oh you were like i'm gonna need i need i remember you saying like you think you need stitches and then my dad was like i'll go upstairs and get the sewing kit and you were like almost out the door (laughs) yeah dude but that's all i thought about is like this pool blood pooling i that's it's funny because like i i love horror movies and stuff and i i could watch like that stuff all day but when it's my own blood, I cannot handle it. Like, what if I get it's someone else's blood, though? It's fine. So, what if you're watching someone else get pierced? Well, that or is that just a whole different thing? I don't know because the piercing almost made me pass out. I think it's like the whole the blood. It wasn't the blood though. I think it was like the fact that they're shoving like a needle in someone's ear. Needles. Like needles. I don't do do all needles. Like when I get tattoos, I don't yeah. watch. When I get shots, I don't watch. Like, I can't, I don't know. I just hate it. Uh-huh. Like, I could never give blood. I would probably pass out. And, like, a... Just a watch. Just a... <laughs> Anything with, like, blood and needles and, like, ugh, I don't know. Not about it. Yeah. But if it's, like, a in a slasher film, I'm okay with it. <laughs> See, that's a weird place to draw the line for me. Like, <laughs> but I, I mean, I respect it, but not for me. <laughs> I get it. I totally get it. It doesn't make sense either to me, but I will say something that i obviously they had the text pop up quite a bit which i don't like but i will i appreciate how they kind of made it their own i meant to bring that up like they like they made it like an not android but they made it more like less techie i don't know more like texty text edity if that makes any sense i mean personally. the guy had a the guy didn't have an iphone you, you had an old razor right which i loved was, first of all that so was awesome. that'd be funny if he had a razor flip phone, but then every time it popped up on screen, it was like the iMessage bubble, like sound effect in bubble. Like, Boop. well, you had a razor. Was that like how the texting was? I mean, there was no. It was closer to that. 
I mean, it's also the best phone in history. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had had a lot of favorites, but the Razer, like they recently, you know, released uh, like a Razer with like the flexible glass right. thing. And I was seriously like, that looks pretty cool. I kind of uh, want that, dude. I miss flip phones. Yeah, there's. I was talking to Joe Cuffney, had a flip phone for a week. And uh, I, I was st- still still got it right now, but you have oh, one. There you go. Oh, yeah. you have that? The newer ones? One of the new ones? Yeah, I, I was telling Jesse, it's like oddly nostalgic to have a flip phone again, even though it's like kind of different still. But like, you like it? Like, um, it took some getting used to. I'm not gonna lie, but I, 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 I got used to it pretty quick. I just kept feeling like I was gonna break it, but it seems right. pretty good. Oh, and he's yeah. returning it. I mean, long story. I am returning but... it, but not for, <laughs> not for that reason. <laughs> oh, okay. There is, we were talking about though, there is something about like answering a phone and then when you're done, you're like, like yeah, it's satisfying. very much done. Even not just like, flipping it open to beep. answer a call. It's like, whoosh, whoosh. I also love the, I mean, when Razor was already past this point, but when you had the flip phone and then you pull the antenna up, <laughs> yep. you open it. See, I think I'm saved by the bell. They didn't even have a flip phone. It was like the big chunky one, and you had to pull the antenna. Yeah, the big just like satellite phone. <laughs> I love it. It's so funny. The bricks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, cool. I mean, yeah. There's not. I mean, this this isn't pretty. There's not too much too much to this movie, but um, I can. The one thing one thing I do want to do for this movie, um, which maybe is one of the next things we're gonna get into here, but like. I can get more specific than RIT on locations. This is value I can bring that I don't think IMDb can do. So I'm going to just rattle off a few of the specific locations. Wait, um, before you do, uh, did you recognize any when you were watching the movie? Were you like, I know where that is? Yeah, like almost all of them. Really? Sick. You guys should go. Take some photos. (laughs) Yeah, totally could. I mean, it's like five minutes away. (laughs) Yeah, match them up, dude. So, okay. So I'm just going to rattle off a bunch and then we can move on. But like, there's the, there's a main bus loop. That was one of them. Uh, there was actually one that was right outside of the dorm. Uh, I was in freshman year. Um, the, there's you like the cafeteria and then the dorm building I was in. Um, that was kind of where they kept picking people up and where pineapple first came on the bus. Oh, okay. Um, there was, there's a bus loop and that's where a lot of the driving happened was just around the bus loop. There's like a section that kind of goes off into a more, there's no buildings and it's just, it just looks like a road. And, but there was like a, a bike path and you could see like, that's where he dropped the kids off on the bike path. Um, the, there's a, a number of times where they show the bus going under a bridge and that is actually closer to downtown. That's um, uh, South Winton. There's a bridge right by the East Ave Wegmans. And oh. that's where that is. And then there's a park just up above the hill. And that's where they like had the weird like uh, snow, snow sledding, uh, okay. you know, scene. But but yeah, I recognized almost oh. everything from this movie. That's so cool. Um, so lots, lots of random tidbits that's a little more specific than just RIT in Rochester. I read that. I, I just like went on IMDb and I, or I, I think I Googled it and it was IMDb, but High Falls Terrace Park was there. I don't know what that is. But that's, that's the park. Um, oh, that's the park. Yeah. Okay. And then Montour Falls. That one, I don't know. I, it was probably like a shot or something. Somewhere. Yeah. That's cool, dude. I, I bet you if we do these locations, we'll be the first ones to ever do drunk. <laughs> probably. But, <laughs> except for the people who actually shot it. I mean, it was only a year ago or Two, that's true years ago. i think we should capitalize on this you yeah, they don't even remember the location <laughs> they don't even. 
<laughs> we could become the, the biggest fans. Drunk bus, drunk bus, drunk bus two, drunk bus three. <laughs> the bus. They could do they could do a whole series, drunk bus, high bus, and then just do a bunch of different like ways to that aren't sober. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that would be good or not. Make, could... make it a series. Yeah. The bus trilogy. <laughs> the bus trilogy. Or so it'd be sober bus, high bus, and drunk bus. <laughs> so it's just the bus during the day. There's nothing going on. <laughs> Just one shot of a GoPro. Just... <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, when is this going to turn? And then it's just like, oh, Drunk Bus is the sequel. Wait, that That's would actually be hysterical, up. though. That's... That would be, if we can get like an hour and a half footage, we could probably hit up some company if they if they do do like dash cam videos of buses. Just like be like, can we have an hour and a half of your footage? Like, And then how about, this is the first movie that um, Onset releases is we release a trilogy all at once, but each of us directs a different one of, movie of the love trilogy, and then we release it all together how cool would it be to just release a trilogy together be sick like now here's the question and you're like yeah would it be three different movies of the same like trilogy or would it be the same movie just differently directed by each of us now i'm thinking like a whole seek like a like an actual sequel one two and three except they're okay. all shot at the same time by different people so like you kind of hope it all works out at the same time i actually love that idea yeah and then you all release it and then you're like Dude, I think we should oh, change this from on screen, on screen to film ideas. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I mean, it's we not... do spit out a lot of them. <laughs> I got to start writing these down. Jesse, do you have a uh, a bad movie review? Dude, I always forget. You think there's going to be bad movie reviews for this? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> are there any? Yeah, this is, are there any reviews for this? <laughs> Actually, that's a good point. Well, there's got to be at least. Um... There's got to be at least one. Yeah, give me a minute. I'll uh, I'll find some. Ninety-eight percent Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa! How many reviews? Two IMDb. One review from Joe Burnett. <laughs> Six hundred eighty-four ratings. Thirty-seven one votes. Hmm. Not gonna have a. Uh... Okay. I'm so interested in looking up pineapple now. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, it's actually super interesting. Reviews. I mean, he's not great of an actor, but he did all right. Yeah, I, I mean, I was... I didn't think he was bad. No, he's pretty good for his feature film debut. No, he... the On IMDb, it said he had a one before this or something. Oh, really? That's what I was saying. I, I just was reading through it. Oh, maybe not. Pineapple Tangaroa. I do like that he was, he made up his whole story. I thought that was kind of funny. He's like, because yeah. he's just like, not like, he's like, oh, there's all this meaning to everything. And he's like, no, there's nothing to this guy, which I love. Also, guys, I only can find one one star review. Really? And it's just the title of the review is boring and the whole review is bad movie. <laughs> I think that's all your right. best read that review. <laughs> <laughs> they just were like yeah i'll review this one bad, bad. thanks that was really helpful that was Looking the quickest like... uh movie <laughs> review segment i think we've ever done should we it's get into shorter reviews? than that intro <laughs> that yeah let's intro do, let's is gonna roll um i'll go first because i picked the movie yeah 
Um, let's see. How do I want to review this? I did like this movie. I was I really had no expectations. Um, so I can't really be disappointed, which is good. That's why I like these types of movies. That's kind of why I like just shooting out of the dark and just like picking a random movie. It's like, well, okay, you know, there's nothing to expect. Um, yeah, I mean, the fact that I was in Rochester is pretty cool. It was kind of a different story that I've seen before. Drunk bus is kind of fun idea. I like that. I like that it was a kid too. It wasn't like an older person. I think being a kid, kind of like stuck in this job, was good because if it was an older person, I just I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't care as much about the character unless they give some backstory. But I was like, this kid's got so much life ahead of him. Like I hope he gets out of this. Hope he gets the girl. All this stuff. Um, Pineapple was great. Loved him. Would love to see like a doc about him or him in other things. That would be kind of fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just like a fun indie film. I don't know how much, if I'm going to rewatch this movie, but yeah, solid movie. If you like kind of indie style movies, you can just throw it on a little too long though. Um, I'm going to go 6.5 tongue piercings. Cool. Cause I hated that. 6.5. No, I liked it, but it was, yeah, 6.5. I kind of have, I mean, ditto to almost all of that. Um, But the the thing that I'm like struggling with, with this rating is like, I was pleasantly surprised. So like, I did like the movie, but I I, I don't really feel like I can give this like a super high rating. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, it doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. I just feel like it had a lower ceiling for me, if that makes sense. Same. Um, but I'm going to go like six, seven, six point seven, and I'm going to go um, pineapple earrings because he had his, this really big, nice gauged pineapple, which I thought was really cool. Sick. <laughs> I will say I'm I'm curious to see more from these directors and writers because I, I, I liked it enough where I would watch other movies by them. Yeah, I think the other thing I kind of learned from this movie is that I, I like not knowing in the movie, like like when I first watch it, where everything is i think that actually kind of in a way pulled me out of the gotcha movie um but i don't know it was interesting because it's probably the first movie that i was like i know literally everywhere that they're shooting so that's cool though i mean that's fun yeah it was cool um yeah do do these directors have is this early in their career is it late let's see i did see that one of the directors brandon it was Legink. Yeah, he he was friends with Pineapple at Kent State. Oh, so okay. It was supposed to be at Kent because it's based on them at Kent State. Um, gotcha. And then I saw a very funny old photo of the two of them as punk kids at college. Oh, I'll have to look at that. Um, yeah, they haven't really punk. done much though at all. This. One of the director, Brandon, this is his ninth film, and this is his most recent one. And Chris, I think Chris is the writer. He's the writer. This is his only credit as a writer and anything. And there's one editor credit for something. And then John, the other director, did short films. So this actually makes sense. I bet. I wonder if this started as a short film. Mm. Or maybe they saw a short film or something about it. That would make a lot of sense to me, actually. Well, I don't think they saw a short film because it's based on their. Oh, life. right. It'd be weird if someone else shot this short film. Well, one of the because one of the directors is like all his past credits are all shorts. So I wonder if uh-huh. they're like, 
maybe they originally pitched it as a short maybe or maybe they did make a short about it and then i don't know i'd be curious yeah, to learn more. Like, i mean i don't know what i mean by a lot but i feel like a lot of times it's like you could shoot the short yourself and then like you get finance to turn it into a right know. right um but i'll go i was pleasantly surprised i liked it way more than i thought um so love to go into movies thinking they're horror movies <laughs> this is probably my favorite horror movie you've ever picked um <laughs> i'll go it was just pleasantly surprising i'll go seven five i think nice. it should get bumped up a little bit from 6.5 so we'll pull the reins up a little bit uh i don't know it was just good i didn't yeah. regret watching it i probably won't watch it again but it's i can recommend it though i think if you can recommend something and like it's pretty good yeah, I don't know. It's not going to be the top thing I recommend, but it's no. like if someone was like, hey, should I watch this? I'd be like, like yeah, sure. Um, you have an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah, it was good. Like you've said, it was like it's like an interesting I think like it, the storyline is interesting, mm-hmm. um, like the idea of like the bus and like security for him, like I, just every part of it felt like, oh, this is an interesting uh, like story to write around. Yeah, um, it's different. It's not a so Marvel all, blockbuster, so <laughs> something different. Yeah, just like a weird indie mumble core-ish kind of just happens. It it tries to wrap stuff. It's not like it totally is one of those where it just totally ends. Like it does wrap it up, but in a very fast, like mm-hmm. super fast at the end. It's like boom, boom, boom. You get it. Um so we'll go seven and a half. Mm, I was gonna go face taps, but that's like all all our ratings came are so specific to pineapple. Because he's the Head best. Buzz. I think he's such a lovable character. Yeah, and slash person since he's kind of playing himself. Yep. Maybe face stitches then. Face stitches. Five stitches. <laughs> that's funny. Cool. That's awesome. Glad we all enjoyed it. Cool. Shot in the dark. I gotta do that again. I like I like picking movies out of random. So. Um. Shall we get into some some news? I do think we should talk about the one thing that was um, sad is that Bob Saget died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I started watching Full House again. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta watch it. Um, and it's cool because when you start the series on HBO Max, they have like a little memorial, not memorial. They have like a picture of him, and they say like in memoriam of Bob. And it was, it was really cool. That's nice. But yeah, World that was crazy. Dad. And they still don't really know what happened. That's weird. So that's a bummer. Rip. Uh, some news. Some good news. Let's see. I, we watched Ghostbusters Afterlife, which was really good. If you like Ghostbusters, you'll love this movie. That's the new one with like the original cast. It's technically the third. So there's two, and this is technically like the third one. But, but it's they, like the original cast. Mm-hmm. It's they like the come back. One. They come. Yeah. They're in it for like a brief sec. But it's be, so without spoiling things. Basically, the guy who played Egon Harold Ramis, I believe his name is. He he passed away a few years ago. Um, so he obviously is not in the movie. But they do a, the movie's basically. It's kind of like a whole, dedicated to him. Like the whole movie is essentially dedicated to him and his character. It's actually really cool how they do it. So. I would, I would recommend it. It's a fun watch. It's out on demand now. So, cool. Um, yeah, I would highly recommend it if you like Ghostbusters and if you like, I don't know. It's kind of like, it's got that Stranger Things vibe. So 
if you like Stranger Things, I'm sure you'll like it. I mean, Finn's in it, so. But Cass is great. Paul Rudd's in it, so can't go wrong with that. Um, we also saw Scream last night or yesterday, or sorry, two days ago, Friday night. Um, great movie. It's my second favorite Scream movie out of the series. Um, loved it. Yeah, that's what I've been watching. Ooh. I oh, sorry, go for all talk after. I say the connection to this movie too, the, because the the guy who plays Mike's roommate. Um, oh yeah, he is in Search Party that I mentioned. I'm rewatching, oh. and I'm going to keep mentioning until both you guys watch it because <laughs> it's just reaffirming how hilarious it is. It's so good. But he plays right. like a TV writer in the first season. Like He's a very funny. small character. Yeah. But when I saw him in this, I was like, oh, cool. Uh, I'm like watching something with him in it. Um, Do you like him? Yeah, I think he's funny. He he would be. He's always such like a small side character. Yeah. That I'm always I'd be curious what it's like if he had like a big role because he's like a very specific character. Sometimes it's like um, better to leave those. Like he reminds me of I can't remember his name. The guy who plays Rod and Get Out. Like he like he's got like a his perfect oh, yeah. side character. Like he he's like he's a side character in a lot of things. I think recently he's been in a couple of things as a main role, but he's when he just pops in, I'm like, this is great. Yeah, yeah. He's a great, a great set. So he reminds me of Rod. A lot. Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Um, but yeah, that's mostly what SNL's back. Haven't watched it yet, but oh, yeah. uh, a lot of search party. Very excited to get through what I've already seen to watch the new season again. But Sick. what's that on? HBO. Cool. Cool. I don't have. I mean, we we've watched a few episodes of the newest season of Queer Eye, which is a. Nice. I, it's always a strange. Like I enjoy the show, but like it's it's often so borderline cringy that like. I sometimes have a hard time with it, but it's happy. You find so a I lot also, of stuff cringy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but 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 it's it, but it's happy. It's like happy cringe. So like, that's different Sub-genre than just happy like cringe. Un- so well, there's, there's like uncomfortable cringe, and then there's just like, oh well, that's nice, you know. And and like I, sometimes you want a little bit of that in your life. So we've been watching that. But the other the the more um, pervasive thing for me uh this past week and probably for the foreseeable future is just the playoffs the nfl playoffs yeah that's cool Uh, i watch like a movie about football whoa that would be pretty cool actually they should make a a movie about the life of Derek carr i mean not gonna say no to that (laughs) i uh david's little brother (laughs) That's the title. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, I did watch this morning. I watched The Lamb, that A24 movie. Finally. It's been on my queue for a while. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. It's great. It's a Icelandic film. It's very A24, if that makes any sense. I, I, I really liked it, but I think they could have done a little more with it. Like it was not boring, but it was very, it was a very slow paced, which I expected from it. And that's what I liked about it. The part is like a beautifully shot movie because it's obviously Icelandic. Um, was A24 just the distributor on this? Or I think so. In the... I think they, I don't know. It's on their website. It's all blurry now with them. Yeah. I feel like since like they're more mainly a distributor, but like now they've got their hands. 
Right, right. Instead. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I think they, it, I think it was all mainly A24 because they were the ones who promoted it. They're the ones with everything. Um, but yeah, it was good. I mean, again, I wish there was more. It, make, it makes me want to see another one. If that helps. It's like, it's a weird story, but I really want to see more of the weirdness of it. It wasn't as weird as I was hoping. Let's just say that. It wasn't as weird. No, I was hoping it'd be more strange and more, more horror-y, I guess. What's like the gen, like the one, two line background premise. Okay. So this two Icelandic couple live in the middle of nowhere. They're like, they just like live on a farm and they in have Iceland. goats and they, what's up? Is it in Iceland? Yeah, I believe it okay. was. I'm assuming it was shot there. Okay. Um, but Basically, they have this farm, they have these goats, they have these lambs, they have everything. And this one of the lambs gives birth, as naturally you've seen getting giving birth. And there's something different with this one. It's got a human hand. It's like half human. I hate it already. It's like, I almost picked it. And I was like, I don't think they're going <laughs> to like this one. But it's not like, I wish it was a little scarier it, uh, and weird. I don't know. The ending was what I was hoping for the whole time, I guess. Like, the, the ending was fun. Gotcha. Do you want me to tell you what happens? Or are you going to watch it? Go for it, because I'll probably forget. All right, I'll tell you. It's it's going to yeah. basically, I mean, it's not nothing crazy. It's basically like, there's a lamb. It's like, a not a teenager, but like, you know, maybe like 12 years old, something like that. And it's like walk and it, they have a name for it. It doesn't talk, but it kind of like makes like these noises and it's got a, one hand, like a human hand and one like lamb. Basically it's like kind of like half human, half lamb. And it's like, this is like giving me Tusk vibes. It's way better than Tusk. It's like, okay. it, it, yeah. <laughs> it's like slightly better than Tusk. Just like a little bit better than Tusk. It was, bo- like it was born like that. And th- they don't know why, like they don't know what happened. And at the end, basically you hear a gunshot. And these, these, these two people like love that lamb as their daughter, obviously, like it's a girl, it's their daughter. And you hear a gunshot and the, the, the mom comes running up the hill and the dad's dead. And you just see like the baby lamb looking and you see this big grown lamb, like a goat with like these horns. It's got, it's holding the shotgun. It's like, it, basically it's like a hue. It's like the adult version of what this lamb's going to be. So I think what oh, happens so they realize what's it's gonna yeah. grow into. Yeah, basically you see the adult go basically shoot the guy, and then they he grabs the lamb's hand and they walk away and it kind of ends. And I'm like, I want to see more of that. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> that's like the folklore aspect of it. But like I want to know where, like, where did they live? Because clearly this goat had intercourse with a lamb because it was half human. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> Again, very A24. <laughs> I liked it though. It was fun. It was kind of like if Animal Farm was indie. <laughs> Classic A24. Yep. So that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I think that just fried my brain. I think that's a great way to wrap uh... it up. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, if you want to get, if you want to like watch the movie without having to watch it, watch like the last like five minutes or 10 minutes. <laughs> You'd be fine. Cool. Is that a wrap? I think that's a wrap. (laughs) Lamb. Lamb. Lamb on a drunk bus.